The Chef Naz Podcast begins now. You're listening to the Shep Nas Podcast, a podcast at Shepherd Church. Everything we do here is to connect our community in a meaningful relationship with Christ. We're expecting great things. My name is Joey. I'm the host of this podcast. And today, I'm rejoined by Pastor Rob Paul. He's taking a couple of weeks off of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And we are here to talk about our sermon series through the book of Mark. Uh, we are four weeks into it, and we've got some great things happening. So we're hopeful that you will stick around. Pastor Rob, what's up, man? Well, it's great to be here. Yeah. I'm sure it's grown since I've been gone, so it's nice to uh, uh, introduce myself to all the new listeners that have started mm-hmm. since I have been off for a while. Yeah. Well, we're glad you're here. We're glad you're uh, you're in the pulpit this week. Um, uh, you just preached a message. We're in the book of Mark. Um, mm-hmm. The first few messages have been kind of an introductory message to what the book's going to be about. Uh, we talked a little bit about... Um, Jesus's beginning teachings and also kind of how he lived his life. And, and this mm-hmm. week we really dove into um, to how he taught the public. Yeah. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And in, in Mark chapter four, where we're ta- starting, Jesus told a parable. Yeah. And the parable, uh, this is the first time Jesus used a parable in his teaching, at least in the gospel of Mark. A lot of uh, theologians think this is the first parable that Jesus spoke mm-hmm. Um, so it's really interesting. Um, in fact, 35% of all of Jesus' teachings uh, in the Gospels are parables, mm-hmm. um, but they're only found in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. John doesn't have any because John kind of writes his own. He does mm-hmm. his own thing. He's yeah. kind of like different. But the Synoptic Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, which are t- kind of telling the same story, um, are there's about 35% of his teaching comes from parables. And it's really interesting because when he – when Jesus introduces the parable, like he's been teaching deep theological truth, casting out demons, doing miracles, all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff like that. Then all of a sudden, Jesus got this big crowd gathered together, and he tells a story that seems to be somewhat totally unrelated to yeah. anything spiritual. And the disciples are like, what was that? Mm-hmm. And where did that come from? And why did you do that? Yep. So I was thinking what we could do is just kind of read the parable, and then yep. then the we'll read the first part of the parable today, and tomorrow we'll read the next part. But uh, it's interesting to, to note the disciples' response after the story. And so today we're not really going to talk about the story as much as why Jesus told stories, mm-hmm. but then next week or tomorrow, I mean, we'll talk more about this particular story. But yeah, let's, let's share the story. Yeah, so Mark chapter 4, verses 1 through 13 say this. Again, he began to teach by the sea, and a very large crowd gathered around him. So he got into a boat on the sea, and he sat down, and while the whole crowd was by the sea on the shore... He taught them many things in parables, and in his teaching, he said to them, Listen, consider the sower who went out to sow. As he sowed, some seed fell along the path, and the birds came and devoured it. Other seed fell on the rocky ground where it didn't have much soil, and it grew up quickly, since the soil wasn't so deep. But when the sun came up, it was scorched, and since it had no root, it withered away. Other seed fell among thorns, and the thorns came up and choked it, and it didn't produce fruit. Still other seed fell on good ground, and it grew up, produced fruit that increased 30, 60, and 100 times. Then he said, let anyone who has ears to hear listen. When he was alone, those around him with the twelve, they asked him about the parables, and he answered them. The secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you, but to the outside, those outside, everything comes in parables so that they may indeed look and yet not perceive. They may indeed listen and yet not understand. Otherwise, they might turn back and be forgiven. Yep. 
So this is uh, what we want to talk about today: is stuff that didn't make that make it in the sermon, not because it wasn't yeah. good, but because there was only a limited you know, amount of yeah. time mm-hmm. to put it, to put other stuff in there. But it's really interesting. And so you think about this: Jesus has been he's performed miracles, he's healed you know people who are paralyzed, uh, he, he's he's healed a man with leprosy, and he's had some really really deep teaching. And on this particular day. Jesus is walking through the countryside and the crowd gathers and, and the Bible says the crowd is so large that um, th- like they put Jesus in a boat so that Jesus to get off yeah mm-hmm. so he can kind of have a little bit of distance from mm-hmm. everybody and they're in the Sea of Galilee that is kind of like a natural amphitheater and so mm-hmm. a lot of theologians say he could have literally sp- been speaking to three to four thousand people without a microphone and because of the dynamics of that location, he could, he could have spoke to that many people easily, and they could have heard. And so here's Jesus. He's got this huge crowd, right? I mean, like, this is every speaker's dream. Yeah, and it's, dream. Time, it's time to tell yeah, the truth. And it's, right. right. Mm-hmm. And, so, and then Jesus tells this story about a farmer yeah. sowing seeds in these different kinds of soils. And, the, and it's interesting because the disciples are like, the, I, I can just imagine I thought them. you were going to let them have it. Like, <laughs> what, is, what is this? What is he doing? What is he talking about? Like, you should hear how he talks to us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so there was just no like there was just no context for it. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus had not told a parable before, um, and the disciples are like, "What is that all about?" And so he tells the story. Maybe he finishes going on, but then later that evening, it says in verse ten, when he was alone mm-hmm. with the twelve disciples, they're like, "What was that? Yeah, like, what, was that wh- what were you doing?" And then then Jesus explains it. So Jesus didn't even explain the parable to the people who heard it the first time. They had to figure it out. But then Jesus goes on and he says this, he says, well, the secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you, but to those on the outside, everything is said in parables so that they may be ever seeing, but never perceiving and ever hearing, but never understanding. Otherwise they might turn and be forgiven. So, so what Jesus is basically saying is that he recognizes that there are, there are people who are following him for lots of different mm-hmm. reasons. Like in that crowd of maybe thousands of people there were people who were following him because they heard that he did miracles or they mm-hmm. heard that he healed people or they've heard that he's a rabbi with a different kind of teaching. And so they're following him and they're, they're like amazed by all of this and they're following him for different reasons. But Jesus, like, like most pastors today would love that kind of opportunity, right? To have mm-hmm. a church that large or whatever. But Jesus wasn't impressed by the crowd. What Jesus was really looking for is people who whose lives would produce fruit. Mm-hmm. Like that's what he was looking for. So he tells a story that has some elements in it that represent the kingdom of God that are deep spiritual truths. But unless you're willing to do a little bit of work and dig and figure it out, yeah. you're going to totally miss it. And so Jesus is telling this story and he knows that there are people in the crowd who are going to dig in, who are going to try and figure this out uh, and, and try to understand it. And they're going to gain the spiritual understanding and then the people who are just following him, they were looking. You just, they just wanted him. They just wanted his blessing. They just wanted to, to, to see a miracle or for him to do a miracle for them. They were not going to spend the time to dig in and figure it out, and they were going to they were going to miss it, right? Mm-hmm. So in verse twelve, Jesus says this. He says, "Well, Matthew, Matthew tells the same story. Matthew says this that when the disciples asked him, Jesus' reply was this: that to those who listen." And this is the King James Version. He says, listen. Well, no, this isn't the King James Version. NIV says, to those who listen to my teaching, more understanding will be given and they will have an abundance of knowledge. So Jesus was saying, if, if you care to really listen, then he even says, if he who has ears to hear, let him listen. Mm-hmm. This word in the King James Version, the word listen is, is translated have. 
and the word have signifies something that someone that's possessing right. something, right? Mm-hmm. They can and, grab onto it. And something that's valuable. Yeah, right. You hold on to mm-hmm. it. So in this case, the valuable possession is Jesus' teaching, and the listener possesses it by seeking to understand it and apply it to their lives so that their lives would be transformed. So in other words, for the receptive person, the person who's following Jesus, not for the blessings that they might get or whatever, but because they they're interested in what God mm-hmm. what God's doing. They feel a call or a tug to that. They dig in and they try to figure it out. So so for those people who take the time to ponder, to think, to study all this kind of stuff, uh, what what happens is Jesus says that this teaching is going to become clear and understandable to them. And then this teaching is going to provide a link that would help them connect an earthly story, this earthly story mm-hmm. that Jesus told, to a heavenly spiritual truth that would help them become better followers. And so the receptive to the receptive, the people who care to dig in, mm-hmm. the parables would be would be something easy to remember because it's a story. And you can remember that story very easily, right, that Jesus mm-hmm. told. And then it stays in their mind longer. It allows you to ponder it more. And then the longer you ponder it, the more you study it the more truth comes from the whole thing. And so there's just so much value to that, right? So literally, it's interesting that this was the first parable Jesus told because a parable is literally like a seed in the story that Jesus planted, right? That could grow and continue to to produce fruit when the time was right in a person's life. Mm -hmm. You might go back and say, I heard Jesus tell this story and they could tell the story to someone else. Then they talk about it. Because it was a short story, it it was easy, but it was just jam-packed with mm-hmm. spiritual truth and just by remembering this little story and the and the elements in the story and what they represent in the kingdom of god there's a wealth of 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 opportunity to grow spiritually and, and then to experience spiritual transformation so so this is a great tool that jesus introduces but the disciples didn't see it coming they're mm-hmm. like why why is he telling a story about farmers and 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 throwing seed and some of it not growing and birds eating it mm-hmm. and all that they, they didn't get that For all of you young parents, July 16th is Child Dedication Sunday. This is a time to publicly declare your intention to raise your child in a way that will help them learn about Jesus early, directing their feet to church and their hearts to God's Word. This Wednesday, Alpha begins at 6.30. When you come to Alpha, you'll notice that first, there's food. This is a time to get to know each other in a casual setting. Next, you'll watch an Alpha Talk. These are designed to spark conversation about the big questions around life and faith. After the talk, it's time for a discussion. Alpha is for everyone, and new people are welcome each week. And you can get to know Pastor Joey, which is a real treat. And you talked about people who were receptive and how they could hold on to it and they can investigate it. But what if what if somebody wasn't receptive and they were they were maybe a little closed off to it? Yeah. Well, so Jesus uh, announces that great setup for the next verse, right? So Jesus says, so for those who are listening, this is an opportunity for spiritual growth. But for those who are not listening, or the King James Version says, who do not have it, mm-hmm. who do not seek to try to understand it, says even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. Uh, that's why I use parables, for they look, but they don't really see. They hear, but they don't really listen and understand. So what Jesus was saying is that out of the, all those people that were there that day, if you want to fig- if you want to know what I'm talking about, you look into it, you'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. And it'll have deep meaning for you. It will last for a long time, and it'll take it with you, and it'll transform your life. But if you're like, 
what was that story about? And you don't care to look into it. And then you just walk on and you go on with your life. Mm-hmm. They miss they miss it all. And, and, and in that story, there is deep, deep spiritual mm-hmm. truth. And that's the way it is with every parable that Jesus said. But this was just the first one. And so the disciples are like, they, they just didn't get it, mm-hmm. you know? And so Jesus is like, well, this is, why, this is why I'm doing it. And so he even says, this is why I use parables, because there are people who want to grow, they're going to look into it, and it's going to, it's going to continue yeah. to grow in their life. But if you don't care, then you're just going to walk on by, you're going to hear the story, walk on by, and never dig into it, mm-hmm. and you're going to miss it. And Jesus is like, if you don't want to dig into it, then you're not yeah. going to find anything. And it kind of goes along with what we talked about the first week of the series when um, that these moments that Jesus has, he, it happens a lot. And these moments happen in your life and in my life all the time that God's trying to break through and say something to you. Yeah. And you have two opportunities. You can dig in right, and really pay attention and kind of spend yep. time with it. Or you can just blow right by it. Right. But only one of it's going to change your life. Right. And the and the problem we have, and this is even represented in the story, is that mm-hmm. we're so busy, mm. we typically blow right by it. Yeah. And we, we, and we miss it. Like, mm-hmm. we hear this story that Jesus could tell. It's like a story you could tell a kid. But my goodness, there's so much yep. depth in it. Here's the other thing that I think was really interesting in this, is that primarily the people in Jesus' day, and the primarily people in that crowd that were closed off to what Jesus had to say, were religious leaders. Mm-hmm. They're the people who thought they already knew everything, right? Like, I don't need to hear this little story. This is, this is a stupid story that Jesus is telling. What they didn't know is that Jesus was telling a story with rich spiritual significance, mm-hmm. uh, and they missed it because they knew everything. Mm-hmm. And, and how many times have you maybe, you know, if you're listening to this, heard the parable of the soils, and you're like, oh, I don't even need to read that. I know it. Mm-hmm. I've heard it. But, but what Jesus is saying is like, if we stop, we spend some time with that, We'll see things, and, and I guarantee you, if you've read it 100 times, you can read it uh, in the 101st time, and there will be a new insight that the Lord can give you if you come to it with the, with an open heart to say, well, what are you saying to me, Lord? Yeah, that's good. Um, and, and so, yeah, it was, just, it was just really good. But Jesus is like, you know, for those who don't care to hear it, they're going to think it's foolish, but the, the truth is they're going to walk away, and then at the end, they're going to appear foolish because they've totally missed all of these things mm-hmm. that, that Jesus has for them. So really interesting. That's good. Yeah. So when you kind of wrap it up and you summarize why Jesus spoke in parables, you'd say that it was to enlighten his followers, but maybe to conceal truth from skeptics. Right. Yeah. Yep. And so for the rest of the gospel, as we go through this, we're going to hear multiple parables about Jesus teaching um, a lot of them agrarian, like about farming. Right. um, Because as a society he was in, um, this is this is a theme that's going to keep coming up, mm-hmm. and to really dig in and see what you can find that that the truth that God wants to teach us. Yeah, yeah. And what and what's interesting is is you just mentioned that that the stories are they're very common to the people of yeah. that day. So for us who you know maybe some of you have a garden and you've grown things and so you get it. If you've never had a garden, you never grown things, you may not get it. What you should do is spend some time and dig into this, because mm-hmm. if you dig into this, you're going to see the significance of what Jesus was saying and how it applies to your life. The, the other thing that's really incredible about these parables is that they're they're so compact. They're 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 short stories. I yeah, mean, this you, one is usually very this short. story is eight verses. Maybe, mm-hmm. No, it's not even eight verses. It's verse three through verse nine. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. It's seven verses. <laughs> 
That's it. I was just counting on my fingers. He did, he did it on one hand. That's pretty impressive. I did. I counted two fingers, fingers twice. Yeah. So, but it's only seven <laughs> verses. I mean, you can even memorize that story. Yeah. And it's so compact and it draws this picture, draws us into it, mm-hmm. and then it just hammers us with the truth. Um, and so, if you, don't, if you don't know anything about gardening or growing or whatever, just spend five minutes, Google it or something, and learn about it. And you'll yeah. see some of the things that Jesus was talking about in this physical world, they have some spiritual implications and how, how it affects us. So, yeah, really, really cool. Well, and, and we're going we're gonna to kind of help you out this time. So um, what we're going to do is that was, that's going to finish it up for our episode today. But what we're going to be able to do is help you dig into this parable. Um, not only did you hear a sermon about this Sunday, but tomorrow, tune back in because what we're going to do is we're going to really dig in. What does it mean? What do the four different soils mean? Like, what does it look like for your life, for my life? Uh, so that's what we're going to do tomorrow. So don't don't miss that. You can find out more about what's happening at Shepherd on our website, of course, through our social media pages and our app. Uh, you can get a hold of us at podcast.shepnaz.org. We've got all kinds of stuff. We'd love to hear from you, your questions, your comments. Let us know how we're doing. We're so thankful that you listen. For Pastor Rob, I'm Joey. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. This podcast is a production of the Shepherd Church of the Nazarene, Gehenna, Ohio. Email to podcast at shepnaz.org and let us know what you think.